2: Welcome to Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. I am Princess Cooper. Tonight, the professional experts will be with us. Let me welcome in my co-host, Duck Raleigh, Mountaineer, West Virginia, all of that good stuff. How are you, sir?
3: Doing well, Princess. How about yourself?
2: Doing really good. Doing really good. All right, let's welcome in Steve Thornton to the show. Steve Thornton, how are you?
4: I'm doing just fine this afternoon, this evening, rather. And how are you?
2: Amen. I'm good. How was it, Steve, to watch the playoffs without a without a horse in the fight or a dog in the fight or any of that? Were you able to just relax and watch the playoffs as fast weekend? you can?
4: You know, yes, I was able to catch a couple of the games and did just that, just kind of watch. <laughs> yes.
2: Exactly, exactly. <laughs> All right, Duck, it's just the three of us so far. Um no Will Lewis, no Ricky Porter, no Jay Hayes quite yet. No Tim Lewis. Well, oh you well, know Tim runs a, a little bit.
3: Yeah, it won't be a Jay Hayes. So while you're talking mm-hmm. to Steve,
2: and let me let me see where Will and uh, I, I are. I got Will Lewis right here. I see Will Lewis in the system. Go ahead. And okay, that's Tori right there. Hey Tori. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but check on the others and I'll I'll welcome in Will Lewis for sure. Will Lewis, how are you, sir? I'm doing well. I hope you guys are doing well. Doing good. Happy birthday. Thank Hello, you. Thank birthday. you. Yeah, yeah. I, enjoy I know I'm a later, my, uh, but I,
5: my 50th yeah. birthday.
2: Yeah. 50, you said?
5: Yeah, yeah, a little bit of deja vu, but
2: I'm going to call it 50. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. You don't look a day over 35. Go ahead and keep <laughs> celebrating Well, Louis. Thank you. Um, Thank you. All right, all right. So, you know, Duck is checking on the rest of them. Um, gosh, what do I want to ask you all in the meantime? Um, gosh. Well, you know what? I'll wait. I'll wait because I may get off into something, Duck, that may want to answer. <laughs> Duck, Duck, do we have you back? He is still busy. Um all right, so you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and just talk about NFL for, for just a moment and I and I'm gonna we may this, but Willis will start with you because I know that you have um some history with the Buffalo Bills. Um, do we give Josh Allen too much of an excuse and or is he still a great quarterback who has just who's just not got over the hump? Um, because Patrick Mahomes still seems to have his number. Your thoughts about Josh Allen? Do we give him too much credit? Too much heat? Which one?
5: I think the, the biggest factor sometimes um, with uh, you know, guys like that because he is talented. I mean, he, he's mm-hmm. big, athletic, uh, he's mobile, he's got a strong arm. Uh, he's worked on his accuracy you know, since he's been in the league, so he's uh, he's done his his diligence and he's had some pretty good people around him. I always think the biggest problem that you have with Josh is when his coaching staff tries to make him a superstar, meaning they ask him to do too much. You know, when things yeah. happen naturally, when he takes off and he's got to extend plays, you know, it's just it's, it's natural. But when you start doing a whole lot of things with him, with all the quarterback powers and quarterback sweeps and, you know, all the uh, stuff that, you know, you, you try to add on his plate and making the big throws and do some of those things, then I, then I think you ask him to do, do too much. And I don't think that was necessarily the case this past week. I think mm-hmm. they, they kept it tight. They kept it close. Uh, and then it still came down to, you know, the, uh, I guess the same old thing with Buffalo, wide right.
2: <laughs> wide right. Wide right. Have we not heard that over and over and over? I think they played in four straight Super Bowls with Jim Kelly and, and never got on that hump. Um, Steve Thornton, just to keep, I want to ask you the same thing and. In- you know, I watched Mike Greenberg and Rex Ryan and that whole show get up. Um, it's on his background noise. But Mike Greenberg and Rex Ryan were just singing his phrases, him being Josh Allen. But at the same token, um, he still lost. And, and they kept saying, well, wait, he, if he has the ball in his hands last, they're going to win this thing. And he did. Um, and it was left up to the kicker who could not. Um, do anything but why right your thoughts about this that we give him too much credit or not enough credit or if we're we 're hyping him too much
4: that 's a really good question it really is and and i don 't know if there's a, a real good answer, but probably the answer the answer lies somewhere in the middle you know i i don 't know how good he is he is a i think he 's a really really good quarterback a good on a great quarterback. But unfortunately, in the NFL, you're defined by your competitors. And Mm -hmm. until he gets over that Mahomes hump, he may not get the credit that he is due, because he is really an outstanding quarterback. And I don't think I don't think any of the teams, if they had an opportunity to have Josh Allen, would say, "Hey, look, Mm -hmm. I don't want the kid." You know, he's that good. Yeah, that's true. I agree with uh, you there. Sometimes those you know you run into that nemesis. And they mm-hmm. they keep you at bay for a while. This year might be the year. Although I, I I thought you know I thought Kansas City would find a way to win, and they did. It was close. Yeah. But uh,
2: I I thought it, that everything lined lined up for that, especially with them being at home, and since uh, the you, you know. Um, Patrick Mahomes, this is, was his first playoff game, um, you know, away from, if we don't count the Super Bowl, away from, you know, the Chiefs. And so I thought it lined up right. But again, I thought yeah. Patrick Mahomes um, did what he needed to do. Welcome to the show, Tim Moore.
0: Glad to be with you, Princess. How are you doing this evening?
2: Good. Now, Tim, you, sound, you have a cold, Tim? You've been traveling I do. too
0: much. I <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I need to sit down a little bit. I uh I've been running a little bit. I did a thing uh presentation here in Birmingham yesterday and it's quite a bit of a weather change. So
2: uh mm-hmm. um, but I'm hanging in there. All right. I could quote my grandmother, but I'm going to leave that alone for right now though. You know. <laughs> um out net weather. Duck Riley, do we have you back? Okay, now Duck, yesterday it was um, the grandkids asking you something. Um, all right, well so then Duck I'll just went start south with every... for the winter <laughs> Duck went south for the winter. I'll just go ahead and start with everybody and open mic and I'll start with you, Tim Moore. You're open mic for tonight. What do you have?
0: Well, uh Joel Embiid, seventy points last <laughs> night against Victor Wimbayama, the new big star in the NBA. Um I think whenever Joel is challenged by someone that everyone says is the best center in basketball, he tends to rise to the occasion. Uh, Mm -hmm. This happened with the big kid that the Miami Heat had that was uh, just blocking everybody's shot a couple of years ago, and he just snatched his heart away from it. And then um, he tends to uh, play very well against uh, the Joker from Denver his challenge there and I think this is the first time he played against one by Yama and uh, I think he was sending a message uh, so uh, might just be the best big man in basketball might just
2: be said. well and uh, of course you you will lean that way you're 76 percent. 10 um, <laughs> Tim Tim I saw the end of that game and I saw him coming off of the court he looked like he had scored 70 points and I don't know how many attempts i meant to look that up, but um, he looked like he had left it all out on the court. Congratulations to him. I love Kevin Durant's um, response when they were, you know, in his press conference with the
1: with yeah, the Phoenix hey, hey.
2: Suns. He they said he scored how many? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um,
1: yeah.
0: Well, you don't expect 70. a big man in, in this era where where the three point shot is such a big part of the game. You don't expect That's to be a big man score that That's many true. points. And um, you know he does shoot three points. Three pointers a lot better than most big men, but I think mm-hmm. he was working the whole court last night. He just had one of those games for well, the ages.
5: Okay, all right.
2: Open mic for you, Will Lewis. What do you have?
5: Um, not a whole lot. I uh, thought the uh, Kansas City Bills game. I see where they had over uh, fifty million viewers for that game, which yeah. made it the most watched divisional game ever. Um, which says a lot, and, and I think it was a pretty good game, and kind of lived up to it a little bit as well. But uh, kind of like that idea. Um, my my other question, my other situation here really is a question for Tim Moore, uh, as far as open mic, and and that was, you know, I know how he feels about uh, Pat, Pat McAfee uh, and and wearing his wife <laughs> beater, but how, how do you feel about Jason Kelsey going shirtless in Buffalo? He does.
0: That's a little bizarre. Buffalo is a whole
5: different animal, bro. You you, you spent some
0: time up there, man. I'm not I'm not condoning that at all, or not encouraging
5: anybody to even try that. All right, all
0: right.
5: All right yeah. but, uh, but that's that's it. Other than that, it's been interesting watching some of the uh, the coaching development take place, and now some of the GM stuff taking place with uh, Dan Morgan being hired in Carolina and. Sounds like Tom Telesco out out with the Raiders.
2: Okay, okay. As far as Jason Kelsey is concerned, I don't think he felt that cold at all. I think he had (laughs) enough warm stuff in his body, and he was out there feeling no pain. Um, Maybe now that he's home, (laughs) um, um, it it may come back. Yeah, it may come back to visit him. But for him to be a Chiefs fan and still have on his Chiefs hat. Well and not just the Chiefs fan, but family. And then to come down into the stands and drink with the Buffalo Bills fans <laughs> says, says a lot for sure. Oh, um, great footage, great footage. Um, Steve Thornton, your open mic.
4: <laughs> Sounds like Mr. Kelsey is prepping for retirement. That kind of thing. <laughs> I, mean,
2: I think he announced it or did he did he announce it already or did he just tell his players and yeah. they cleaned up? Yes. Yeah.
4: Is I've oh, heard yeah. Of yeah, okay. But, you know, my open mic piece is something I don't think we were going to talk about. The Cowboys, and I'm trying to figure out what the deal is moving forward. Uh, I don't really understand Jerry's, uh, his, his the way he's going about things. Uh, Mike McCarthy, I, I like Mike. I don't know. Dak, I don't know. So... I don't know I, I would have gotten rid of both of for a change, but you know, but that's my my open mic piece. i'm just I'm still muggling through it to see if they go out and make some some necessary changes and and get a few players. so we'll see.:
2: yeah, you know um I, that's probably the biggest di- disappointment of all the news that came out. In the past week or so since the Cowboys lost is that they have no, um, um, no desire or they're not going to make any moves as far as head coaching. I, I, I honestly say at this point, blow it all up and, and start with Mike McCarthy. Start with Dak Prescott. 12 wins in, that's your showing at home. Um, I'm surprised that Jerry Jones didn't do more um with that. Um I uh, for sure I'm surprised. Let's go on. Let me check one more time. Duck Riley, are you there?
3: Yeah, I've been asking Princess. I've been asking your questions. I I heard I hear what uh <laughs> I hear what Will said. And we need to make this the Steve and uh, Princess show when y'all are dealing with the Cowboys. Ain't nobody trying to hear all of that. But but anyway Indeed.
2: Now, now, see when 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 Tim talked American about change. Embiid, I made sure to to comment on Embiid. Um, I, I you know I commented on every stuff. This doesn't have to be the Cowboys, you know, um, woe well, thou or me show because we could do that forever. I'm trying to stay away from it. So, but go ahead, Duck, you take over. I well, did.
3: Did Tim give us his open mic? Oh, he did. He went talk about it, doesn't it. fix it. I, oh, I missed it. I, he talked about Embiid. I'm, I'm, I'm sure the sits is going to trade him. I'm sure the citizens going to trade him now, but anyway.
2: Now, you talk about DMA. Now, Jim, Jimmy <laughs> Butler being traded away. They trade away Embiid. Oh, no. no, no that,
0: I'm still hurt by that
3: one.
2: <laughs> All right,
3: let, let's stay right with Tim. Tim, you know, you, you see – I thought they were only hire one minority coach, but right now we got two. Can we get three? I Can.
0: don't. I don't know, Doug. I I don't know. Did, let, let me ask you. I've, I've sort of been out of touch for the last day and a half. Did Antonio Pierce get that Raiders job?
5: Yes. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, that's great. That's great. I think he's the perfect candidate there. <sighs> I don't think they're going to do much more than that. Uh, I would love to see it, and I'm still puzzled why Eric Vietnam's name has not come up at all. It's I uh, I don't know. Do they have pictures or a video or something? I don't know. <laughs> well, it, well,
3: well, Tim, it has come up, and it's right now it's coming up a lot with the commanders, but we got we got to move on the wheel
5: and see how far we can go with this. What's your thoughts, Will? Uh, I mean, it's interesting to see how people match everybody up, right? Antonio with Vegas, a good match. Gerald Mayo in New England, a good match. Um, you hear Harbaugh's name with the Chargers, um, you know what I mean? And I think that could be a good match. Uh, it sounds like they're going to do Callahan with Tennessee. I don't really know how that, that match works. But, but a strange match for me is Bill Belichick in Atlanta. That's a, That's a yeah. strange match. You know what I mean? Only because I say that, uh, you know, Bill Pel- Bill Belichick was up in New England forever. Um, mm-hmm. And I say this, you know, tongue-in-cheek, New England might be one of the uh, whitest places to be, and I'm going to say Atlanta <laughs> probably is not one of the whitest places to be in terms of your base. <laughs> yeah. And, again, tongue-in-cheek, so I won't take it too seriously. But, yes, yeah, so I didn't like see that shit. Um, so that one, to me, I, I, I could I would see a popular, well-groomed, uh, minority candidate uh, as a better fit in Atlanta, just with the fan base and everything else. Okay, uh, Princess, your thoughts.
2: My thoughts are: is we we have this conversation every year about this time, and we we try to have a ticker to see how many um, you know are that look like us are, are getting the opportunities, and it's usually around one or two at most. Um, and, and, and I think we've exceeded our limit already with Antonio Pierce and, and then Gerard Mayo. I'd like to see, you know, not only Eric the Enemy, you know, um, I, maybe his name has come up, maybe the same thing. And I really just don't understand why he's, he's not being interviewed more. Maybe the commanders are, um, you know, uh, just trying to wait something out and maybe interview some others. I really don't know. Um, but. You know, um, and then there's Ryan Flores. I I don't know if we'll ever mention him again. Steve Wilkes had two interviews with Falcons. He had a first and a second, but so has Bill Belichick, and so has um, Harbaugh. And Harbaugh, you know, I I keep seeing, you know, some things that say that they're finalizing a deal for him with the Chargers. There's some names out there that we can – we can and, and, Duck, you mentioned Brian Johnson, who I I thought was a field experiment with the Eagles. He's been let go. I, you know, I don't see how he gets an interview over some others. And then there's Byron Leftwich. So um, lots of opportunity out there. And I know that some are interviewing Cliff Kingsbury, one of Tim Moore's favorite coaches of all time. So, you know, his name is, has come back up. And yet here we are. Um, with two, and I'm and I'm I'm happy to see what the Raiders did. Uh, I thought they'd be crazy to let him get away, um, for sure. And Gerard Mayo seemed like it was already coming down the pipe, but um, I, that may be it. I, I don't know who else. If they're interviewing so many others, um, that you know we'll get to see another African American in that position.
3: All right. Before,
2: Say that, Tim.
0: I said, so Kingsbury didn't even win at Texas Tech. <laughs> but, anyway, but he
2: became the head uh, coach of the Cardinals.
3: Yeah. All right, before before I move on to uh, Steve, I just want a couple of quick points, uh, Princess. We we can understand why they do Brian Johnson, the Rooney rule. You know, hey, they could say, hey, we we interviewed a offensive coordinator who was a minority mm-hmm. candidate, knowing that okay. they're not going to hurt him. Uh, The other thing, the other hot guy is Raheem Morris from the Rams. That's right. He's probably probably interviewed with four or five teams, and he's supposed to have second interviews. It's just surprisingly that he hasn't interviewed with the commanders. It's been more of uh, the enemy and Ben Johnson, who seems like he can have any job he won't if once he decides where he wants to take a, a job at. But uh, going going right to Steve, what your thoughts on it, Steve?
4: You know, I, I I'm I'm thinking I'm being optimist that there will be another head coach hired this offseason, another black minority head coach. And the only reason I say that is just it's good. It, this is a true gut feeling, and I think I think owners are at a spot where not, not all of them, but some of them are like, look, I just want to win. I want to win a Super Bowl, and it doesn't really matter who takes me there. Now, for some, that's not true, I don't think, and that's not the case, but for some, I think it is. So I'm going to be optimistic and say, yes, someone else will hire a minority head coach. I'm going to have to go over and talk to Jerry Jones about doing it. So let's we'll see how that Okay.
3: Bye.
2: Can I I just <laughs> want to say to, to Arthur Blank directly, call me. Sell your team because the product that you put on the field Chris, <laughs> um, sell the team. And, if <laughs> you know, his last hired head coach was Arthur Smith. I mean, really and And look at what he had, and I don't know if they had the quarterback date, but they had the talent at tight end and and, and they had running back Bijan on Robinson. Tell the team, Arthur Blank, obviously, the decisions you've made and the product that you put on the field is embarrassing to me and Every year we come down to two, three, four, five wins. they're in the top five in 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 draft picks, and they still can't get this right. Tell the team Arthur blank <laughs> is, is this, is this,
0: is it true, Arthur Smith's uh, father is uh, the head of uh, FedEx? I hadn't heard that. Yes. yes, it's true. Okay, I thought I thought I thought I heard that somewhere.
2: Yeah. Wow. Well. Hold on, Duck. I think this is um, Coach Donald Jones. Let me check here. Coach Jones, did we have you with us?
1: Yes, ma'am. How are you guys doing
2: today? Hey, Purple Rain. How are you, sir? Oh, I'm
1: doing well. Thank you.
2: Awesome, awesome. Glad to have you back and that you travel safe. Um, all right, Duck. Go ahead go go ahead.
3: All right. well Coach Jones, we're we're talking about minority hires. Right now we we have two and there's four more openings left. I think it's four, three or four. So your thoughts on uh, another minority coach maybe have an opportunity to, to land somewhere. <laughs> um Yeah,
1: yeah, I think um I think you know, with the, you know, you look at the successes of, of, of the three coaches that the, all three of them, I believe, made it to the, to the, um, you know, to the playoffs this year. So, so and um, I think hopefully some hopefully that momentum will, will continue because, um, you know, I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping the um, the coordinator from from watching the commanders, man, um, you know, Eric the Enemy. That's what I'm. That's what I'm. Yeah, you know, I think he he's the guy that's this next on the block, um, you know, he. I think he paid his dues and, um, and deserves an opportunity to, to, run, to run his own team, and um, and I think he 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 should get a job. I I know he I know he's been interviewing a lot. I know he's you know um you know I know he's you know interviewed with several teams. So I'm hoping he would be that next one to get that opportunity. Okay, Coach
3: Jones, I'm, I'm trying to figure out right now. I only know he's interviewed with the commanders.
1: Um, well, well, you know, um, you, you know, my brother in law kind of in the mix of some stuff, so he's been giving me the lowdown of, of, of a couple other teams because they have the same agent. Right. Well, so right.
3: well, tell your tell your brother in law. Let's get him a job, man. He been in he been in the midst. He knows what's happening. Well, that's why
1: he's he's hanging in there, you know. I mean, that's why you know he's hoping that wherever he goes, he he feels that we you know, you know, wherever he goes, he would get an opportunity. So hopefully, he pulling, you know, he would get that next, you know, uh, next shot at with all these open vacancies that are that are up there. But um, but yeah, yeah, I think it's I think that you know they deserve a chance. You know, they paid their dues, man. You know, they got the we're, resume. We're, well, we
3: want we want your brother-in-law to get that job, man. He can pull Will and Ricky. He can pull the crew in, man.
1: Absolutely, because
3: <laughs> you know he's gonna take care uh, of his
1: brothers, man. You know that. <laughs> uh, uh, there you go.
3: All right, all right. I'm just putting it out there. All right, Steve. I'm I'm coming back to you, Steve, because I want to know the NFL playoffs. What What do you think about what happened last weekend?
4: Well, this past weekend, <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah. Uh, I guess it ran pretty much to script, whereas we had a few what people call upsets uh, the week before. But you know, we had the Chiefs taking care of the Bills, which I thought might happen. But I thought you know the Bills, this is my, this might be their best this was their best shot, and I, I, and I think they blew it. And the Texans and the Ravens love what happened in Houston this year. Uh, but they got beat by a better football team. So the Ravens deserve to go to the AFC uh, championship game. We'll see what happens between the Chiefs and the Ravens. Uh, in the NFC, um, the Packers and the 49ers, what the 49ers won. Like I said, things ran more to script this week than than last. Although Green Bay had ample opportunity, opportunities, to win the game. So they have uh, no one but themselves to blame for the loss. I don't know if they got – they didn't get beat up or anything. They just lost. <laughs> That's just, just an opinion. And then the Bucks and the Lions, happy to see the Lions advance. Happy to see Detroit go to the NFC Championship game. So kudos to the city of Detroit and the Detroit Lions. I'm, I'm happy
0: for okay. that. All
3: right. I'm, I want to bounce back to Donald Jones. Uh, your your take on the the past weekend, the games?
1: Oh wow, it was some, some great games. I really like. I really like the way. I mean, the 49ers didn't play their best game, but but they still were able was able to win. I think that's a good sign for them. Um, you know, the Brock Purdy didn't have the the greatest day, but he made the plays when he had to make them. And um, and I think um. If they get Debo Samuel back. I think that's going to be, be, be a, a key for this weekend. But um, but that that game, that detroit fiscal game, man, wow, that's going to be a heck of a game, man. Uh, but um, and I thought, I mean, you got to take your head off of Patrick Mahomes. He proves why he's the greatest in the game today. I mean, taking the team was what I call them limited resources at the receiving position, man. And you know he's he's making he's making everybody around him better and making plays. And um, he's he's been proven time and time again, you know you know you know he's outdueled Allen in the clutch for the third straight season. Um, you know so but, but you know some people are saying it's Lamar's time. So let's see what Lamar gonna do. And you know that's what I'm kind of rooting for because you know I hope he proved all the naysayers wrong. They can win the, you know, they can win the big one. But this is this this is a pivotal game for him and his and his uh and his legacy this weekend, man. So, so look, I, you know, I can't wait, man. You got two excellent games, man, which I feel are the four best teams in the NFL. Okay, uh, Princess.
3: Come off a of mute
2: oh yeah i was I was just talking. I was you know um <laughs> for sure thank you sir um i i want to say that I thought both teams that were coming off the bye week were rusty. um the Ravens looked that way in the first half, but they were no um the the Texans were no match for them in the second half, and you could tell that um the Ravens were the better team um the 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 lions and Bucks, I was impressed with the bucks I was impressed with Baker Mayfield, I think he solidified himself as a starter um, at Tampa Bay, um, and and, and looked pretty good. But I think it was the Lions' year. And um, what a year for the the state of Michigan, uh, you know, to have the national champion and then roll into the NFL and have um, the, the Lions um, as one of the last four teams standing um, the Chiefs and Bills I really wanted the Chiefs to win but I did think it was the best opportunity at home for the Bills to to make some noise but they weren't able to pull it off and the history repeats itself with wide right um, and the other game I'm missing the Packers and the 49ers I think it was two minutes to go and the 49ers were still down you know so they score and um, give it back to Jordan Love and you know, he tried to throw a pass across his body. But um, I thought that the, the 49ers looked rusty most of the game. And I think Debo, and whether he plays or not, may, you know, may be an issue um, in the championship game. Um, Debo is definitely injury-prone, and I, but I think they need him. They're a much better team with him. So I'm looking – I want to see that. But Brock Pretty didn't have his best game, but in the moment – when they needed him for that last drive, he came through. So um, I think we got four, the four best teams, and it's going to be interesting to see the Chiefs and the Ravens and then, you know, um, the, uh, the the 49ers and the Lions. I, um, I can't wait till Championship Sunday.
3: Okay. Uh, I'm coming to Tim, Tim, is it true that – Purdy going to wear Michael Jackson's glove. You know, he likes wearing the glove. So, what's your thought? <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh,
4: Purdy,
0: Purdy, uh, Purdy, Purdy played okay, but he uh, he looked like he was struggling out there a little bit uh, on Sunday against uh, a trip. I thought Green Bay really outplayed them most of the ball game. And um, they're going to be uh, they're – they're very young. Uh, they're going to be around for a while, I think. If they can keep their core together, uh, they're going to be something something to, to reckon with uh, in the NFC for, for a few years now. Um, I was really um, with the way they played. Uh, San Francisco looked a little bit vulnerable, but they made the plays they needed to make when they needed to make them. Um, the um, Baltimore-Houston um, game, Houston, I would say the same thing about – I think Green Bay's is a better, better team than Houston. But Houston plays very well, and, and they're very young, and they're uh, impressive, um, particularly against that team from Baltimore, because I think that's the best team in the league. Uh, and in the second half, they showed it. Um, they, they just kind of put the game away. Um, Detroit, wow. Um, I spent some time in Detroit working uh, for the college bowl game up there. And I know how passionate that city is for the Detroit Lions. Uh, and uh, it is just uh, – that was incredible, the scene at Ford Field. Um, on Sunday, I, I uh, am at a meeting here in Birmingham, and uh, the bishop of one of the largest churches in the city of Detroit, it's the church that hosted uh, Rosa Parks's funeral and Aretha Franklin's funeral, uh, about seven thousand members. He walked into the middle of my presentation last night to the bishops of all of our organization, with a, 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 a big a medallion around his neck that said Detroit Lions had a big Detroit Lions symbol on it, and and a, and a baseball <laughs> cap. And he was talking trash about the Lions. And uh, so they're they're pumped. And uh, watching that team, I think they're going to be uh, they're going to be up for Sunday. And San Francisco is going to have a game on their hands. Now, this Buffalo thing, I think that was the best chance to beat Kansas City. Um, they may be making some changes with that team. Um, and I was really surprised. Uh, I, You know, the kicker, I was surprised the kicker missed uh, to some degree, but I was more surprised that Josh Allen missed the pass that he did with the wide open receiver in the end zone. Um, and also that uh, Diggs dropped the touchdown pass with what – could have been a touchdown pass. So I think they missed opportunities. They had a chance to win. Uh, they missed opportunities. And, again, Kansas City clutch. So uh, uh, great games, uh, all except for the second half of the Ravens game. Um, and I'm looking forward to this week because I think these are pretty good matchups. Okay. Uh,
3: coming to you, Will, to sum all of this up because we really need Ricky because I want to hear Ricky's wide right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. I'm taking a <laughs> shot at him because he's not on, yeah, wide
5: right, Ricky. But anyway, all right, go ahead, Will. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we can we can start with that one right there, man, because at the end of the day, that's exactly what took place. It was another case of, of wide right. Um, but during the course of the game, um, I think Kansas City had a minimal number of plays. They really didn't run a whole lot of plays, uh, but they executed well uh, when when they had to. Uh, and they had a number of uh, big plays, and Kelsey had a big night. Um, And and Kansas City's a little bit of a different team because, I mean, they've always had the passing game going but they haven't always had a running game going on. Uh, But the guy Pacheco runs like a madman, and he adds a different element to what Kansas City's offense has been used to and what people were used to seeing, uh, you know, versus Kansas City. So I think that came into play a little bit. Um, and, And Buffalo had a lot of opportunities. Um, they just uh, didn't capitalize, you know. And then they still hung right toward the end. They still hung close, and then uh, couldn't uh, couldn't tie it up and take it into overtime. Um, for me, the favorite really is the Detroit, the team, the Detroit team. You know, just kind of watching them all year long, um, watching the coach, um, watching how the players identify with the coach and how you know, his his mantra is part of their mantra. But Detroit brings, uh, you know, a a physical offensive line. They bring a running back in Jameer Gibbs, who's fast and tough, who can score from any place, really. Um, They can nickel and dime you to death and beat you a little bit deep with their receivers. Uh, Amon Rawl, St. Brown, just is productive. He catches the ball. He moves the chains. And when golf plays like that, he doesn't make mistakes, then Detroit, uh, you know, is something to to be reckoned with. Uh, You know, and then Tampa, even though – Baker threw three touchdown passes. It still wasn't, a, it still wasn't enough because he ended up throwing a costly interception at the end of the game. Um, Baltimore, who is another one of my favorites, uh, I think they just um, outlasted Houston. Houston hung tough early on. Um, Lamar did what Lamar does, uh, proving that he's a little bit more than just quarterbacky. He's actually a legitimate quarterback. <laughs> um, so, he, uh, you know, he, he, ran, he ran for two. He threw for two. Uh, he's a he's a difference maker. Uh, and then the Green Bay-San Francisco game, um, Green Bay started out really well, right? They're moving the ball uh, up and down the field, but they're coming away with field goals instead of touchdowns. Uh, and you can't do that against a team like San Francisco because all they need is a couple plays here and there, and they're right back in it, and they kind of take over the game. So I think the biggest problem Green Bay had was – uh, they settled for field goals, the ones that they made, um, and, and, Sam, and San Francisco put together drives when they needed to be. So they'll be even tougher when they get Debo back. So I th- think it'll be a little bit tough to beat San Francisco. Okay. I want to stay right with you, Will, because
3: what's going to be the key to the Lions and the 49ers and the keys to the Chiefs and uh, the Ravens? And who's going to the Super Bowl?
5: Yeah. Um, on first the Lions and, and the 49ers, the Lions are going to have to be physical. You know, and, and I think that they have that element, you know, especially on the defense. They're going to have to be physical with the 49ers because the 49ers can beat you a lot of different ways, especially if they get Debo. They can, get the, they can beat you in the passing game. They can beat you with the tight end, with Kittle. You know what I mean? Um, the quarterback can nickel and dime you to death. Um, you know, and then defensively, they've got a star-studded defense. It just it hadn't always played that way. Uh, but it, they're going to need to do that. And I think you're going to get a team, uh, meaning the Lions, are going to come in um, playing like they've got nothing to lose. Uh, you know what I mean? And I think that's really the way you want to be able to approach it. I don't think they'll come in too tight. So I think they'll come in loose and playing hard, playing physical, doing what they, what they do, and they're going to surprise you. Um, but to me, the, the thing is going to come down to how well the quarterback from the Lions plays. Does Jared Goff – is the game too big for him? Does he throw interceptions? Does he mismanage the game? I think that's going to be the, uh, the biggest factor for the Lions. But uh, at the end of the day, I'm taking the 49ers to win, um, uh, to win that conference. And on the Chiefs-Ravens side, um, I think the, the Ravens have thing going for them. It, to me, it, it comes down to just a matter of executing – on their home field, um, and and not, and I don't think that they will underestimate the Chiefs because the Chiefs have been here a bunch of times, so they're not a team that you overlook. Um, clearly, they they know what they're they're doing, they know how to play it, um, they've got their weapons, uh, and and I think uh, um, they'll give you every bit. You know, if you give Mahomes an opportunity late in the game to win it, uh, he will. But I think the Ravens will play physical on defense, uh, and I think they can score points on offense to match the Chiefs. So. Um, in the AFD I would take the uh the Ravens. Okay. Uh coming back to you, Tim.
3: Same question.
0: Um, I think I think a, sort of something that will uh pointed out, Detroit's defensive um, um, front I think is gonna be challenged. Um they're they're capable of playing well. But San Francisco likes to run the ball and they're very, very physical. So the question Uh, whether they can stand up to San Francisco's running game and shut them down at keep during the ball game is I think it's going to determine who wins that San Francisco is a better team, but Detroit is playing awfully well. And when they play well, uh, they can beat anybody. So I'm looking forward to it. Um, the, uh, the other game, I fully think the Ravens are the better team, but San uh, but, um, Kansas city has been there and they know how to win and they clutch when they need to. Um, I believe Baltimore's going to win, but this could be real interesting. That could be a very good ball game. Uh, Princess.
2: I'm really excited to see Chiefs and the, and the Ravens. I think that's really going to be a good game. And I really think this game is going to come down to who does have the ball last on offense. Um, um, And I'm rooting for Patrick Mahomes um, in this game. So, the keys, uh, I think the key is Satchel Mahomes play and, um, the running game for, um, Pacheco. And then of course, um, hopefully the wide receivers don't drop as many balls. Um, for the Ravens, I, I think they have the most complete team and I think I agree with him that they are the best team in, in the NFL right now. Let's see if they can, they can show it and prove it. Um, and I, I think there's a lot riding on this for Lamar Jackson and I think he's proven himself to be um as Will Lewis say, more than just quarterbacky, whatever that means. Um for sure. <laughs> um the 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 Lions and, and the forty ers you know, I keep hearing from from the forty ers that they were destined to get back to this point and they would have been there last year in the Super Bowl if if um Brock Purdy had not gotten hurt. So here they are. They're gonna have to back all that up and that's really all they're talking about is to get where they should have been last year. Um, but they got to go through the Lions, and the Lions don't seem to be afraid of anyone. And I think that's the Dan Campbell um, persona for sure. Let's see what they can do. And I think it comes down to quarterback play between Golf and Purdy. Um, but if Purdy can maintain the game and have Debo back with, with McCaffrey, I, I think it's theirs to take. And the Super Bowl, the 49ers and the Ravens. I mean, the 49ers right. and the Chiefs. That's who I want.
4: All right, Steve? Ooh, this is a toughie. But Detroit-San Francisco, that game will be decided by who can stop the run, who can run the football. I really like San Francisco because of that, because no one this season has really stopped Christian McCaffrey. And if he can run the football, what he has done during the season, San Francisco will win. It's that simple. And they got they got all the pieces and all the tools. And I'll say this: I'm not really I'm not even rooting for them. That's just that's just a real opinion there, based on the talent that I see. I love the talent San Francisco has. When you have multiple weapons, it it, it can't be it can't be overstated how valuable that is. When you have multiple weapons like that, and McCaffrey leading a bunch, so. For that reason, I'm taking San Francisco, but my heart is in Detroit. I won't be disappointed <laughs> either way. But And the Kansas City-Baltimore game, for me, is really spooky because I, I really want uh, Baltimore to win because I want Lamar Jackson to get his due. Super Bowl seem to be the, the best way to get there. But I'd love to see Mahomes win another Super Bowl. <clears throat> So that as he pushes closer to what Brady had, has accomplished, we'll talk less about Tom Brady. Uh, he, he's not one of my favorite football players, but he was a great football player, but those are the reasons, but I'm, I'm going to pick I'm, I'm going to pick Baltimore in a close one, so Baltimore, San Francisco and Baltimore all the way. Okay, Donald Jones.
1: Uh, yeah, man. I, I agree with all the all the experts, man. They they were right on the money. I don't have too much to add, but I just think the hungrier team is going to win. It's going to come down to who's the hungriest team. And I got to say that I think Baltimore friend, Baltimore and and Francisco are the are the two more hungrier teams cuz they've been right there. You know, they've been knocking at the door. And I think you got to you know it's like jordan said it's like jordan told Shaq that time you got to learn how to lose you know I mean, you got to learn how to overcome these losses in order to become a champion i think because they've been there before they understand what it's going to take they, their their preparation is going to be different because they understand you know cuz they've been there before so i got to i got to give the edge, you know um to the um, to the more you know to the you know to Baltimore and frisco in my opinion in my opinion
3: Okay. I I wanna stay right there with you. Uh, uh well, I don't know if you had a chance to do this, so I'm gonna bounce over to Princess and and you can hear what's going on, uh, Coach Jones. Uh Princess, give me your top six running backs for this, this draft. Um,
2: in in no order except for at number six, as I said last night. Um, Trey Benson is, is number six. Other than that, um uh, because he's at FSU, Will Shipley. I want, I, I think, and I don't know if that's his. Um, I think he played a lot of positions beside that. Maybe he played the slot, but he's listed as a as a, as a running back. and I and I want to see him um, um, be drafted in, in top five or six. Jonathan Brooks from Texas. Um, um, my only concern there is he tore his ACL late in the year, probably around week nine or ten. Um, let's see what happens with that. Blake Coram from Michigan, um, is in this group for me. Bucky Irvin, oh. um, from Oregon is definitely in this group. And then um some others had them on their, their radar last night when we talked. Isaiah Davis from South Dakota State. And then of course P- Benson FSU.
3: Okay.
4: Uh Steve, what about you, Steve? <laughs> Okay, okay. I'm here. I'm sorry. Um, You know, I won't be too redundant. But what I will do with my few minutes is a few seconds. Praise uh, Bucky Irving. He would be my top. I really, really like him a lot. Uh, He reminds me of Jameer Gibbs in Detroit. And after watching Oregon play a few times this year, you know, I I was just really impressed with his speed. And and his um, ability to go ahead and take contact too. He he will he will run into a guy. He will always try to avoid him. Well, I mean, a talented running back, but you know he's up there with with Corum uh, corner, of course, from Michigan. And one of the kids I really like is uh, the kid from uh, Notre Dame. Estime, I think that's how you pronounce his name. Yeah, yeah. I like him too. Yeah. So I I don't think I gave six, but. You know, that'll do. Bucky Irving all the way.
5: All right. <laughs> what What about you, Will? What you got for us? Okay. Um, yeah, I'm sorry, man, but I did go with uh, Benson from FSU at one for me. Uh, but all all that's me okay. I'll keep it, your mic
2: open. I'll keep your mic
5: open. <laughs> 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 I'm so sorry. So I'm. I'm I'll, I'll, I'll rethink that. Um, for me, um, number two, I'm going I'm going in that order. Uh, number two, I, I kind of like uh, Jalen Wright from C, um, just because I, I like the speed factor. You know what I mean? He's got deep, good enough size, but he's got, he brings a little bit more of a speed element to, uh, to his running back game. Um, number three, I uh, went with Brooks from Texas, and, and just like Princess, you know, the only thing is he is young. He's still young, and he also mm-hmm. is coming off that – Yale, um, but uh, I, I kind of like his game. He actually could stay in another year and, and, uh, and, and still help himself. You know I mean, So I kind of like him at three. Um, I went with Bucky Irvin uh, at four. Um, you know, I mean, just all around, a little bit of everything. Doesn't necessarily have the size that the other guys have, but he's not that you know, not far away, but game-breaking ability. Um, and, you know, I thought about uh, Blake Corman and Estime. Uh, those were considerations, but I wanted to go with a big back at number five so I went with Braylon Allen from Wisconsin. He's like the 6'2", 245 guy, so
0: um,
5: that's my find. Okay. uh, Tim.
2: Well,
0: I have to be honest, I'm not as well-versed on the running backs as I am on some of the other positions, but I would say Benson is the most impressive guy I saw this year, so I would have to say uh, him. Uh, I like Yestime, I like Bucky Irving, and I like Brooks from Texas. Uh, beyond that, I'm sort of lost, uh, but those four uh, really stand out for me. Okay, uh,
1: now back to you, Donald Jones. What you got for us? <clears throat> well, well, I'm I'm, I'm gonna. I, I mean, the list. I like the, I like what the guys are saying. I I got um. I got Blake Horn is one of my top guys, and I also got I know. I got my guy Dylan Johnson out of Washington. You know, who I think once he's healthy, you know, he what he does great, better than any back in the next, you know, in the country is blocked. I mean, he can obviously he's running, you know, he rush for a thousand yards, but <clears throat> but his blocking and catching ability, I think, is you know is exceptional, and I also like Will Will simply because he can do so many other things. Um, you know, he. You know he can run. I mean he, he, he runs. He catches. He put. You know he kick returns. Um, I mean you know he he, do, he does it all. And um, and I like and I like the running backs. You know I saw a lot of, um, of Irving from Oregon. Saw a lot of him last year. I think if Oregon had just gave him the ball, they probably would have beat Washington on one of those games. But because um, the dude is he just he just breaks, he just breaks tackles, man you know I like those guys that you know he's a one 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 cut guy that they go to hit the hole hard runs hard tough physical running back and um and um and i think um how many better um i think um i like the i like the um the kid from um um from notre dame es Estime estimate i believe his name is the games i saw him play he, you know he was he was killing it you know, but um, but those I say those are my top guys that <clears throat> that really stand out to me. And of course, you know, um, of course, you know Brooks from Texas. <clears throat> you know, he he's going to be definitely one of the top backs in the, in the country just coming out next year as well.
3: Okay, uh, let me let me stay with you. Uh, what what surprise? Who would be the surprise NFL team? All teams to get in the playoffs next year. <clears throat> some were close this year, but not close enough.
1: <clears throat> well, the NFL man, I mean, they could change like night and day, <clears throat> depending on a few moves, and there's so much parity in the NFL. But um, but the team that you know, if they stand, I think if they if they can keep um. You know, if they can get the right coach in there, I think the Chargers are loaded as far as talent-wise. I think they're going to, you know, if they can get the right coach in there, if they can get Harbaugh in there, um, he's going to have a lot of weapons to work with because they got the quarterback, you know, they got the receivers, you know, they got the defensive personnel with Bosa and and that monster safety they got over there. And, um, shoot, uh, whoever gets Whoever get whoever whoever can if they can hire the right coach. I expect them to to do some damage next year. And I also think on the on the other conference, I got the Bears. Um, I think if, if Jeff, especially if they keep Justin Fields, I think they I think they're a young team that's that's going to have a lot of draft equity. You know, and, and they're going to have they're going to have a great they're going to have some number, they they can really make some ground in the draft this year with all the picks they're going to have, you know, and they, and they played well, really well at times this year. So I think if they, you know, I think I think Justin Fields is right on that That's becoming one of those elite QBs in the league next year, in my opinion. But those are my two teams I got. Okay, uh, Will, what
3: about you,
1: Will?
5: Yeah, and I kind of like a couple of those guys, to tell you the truth. Um, I really would like to see – uh, Chicago uh, take the next step. I mean, I think they're the team that uh, uh, underachieved for a lot of different reasons, and some of it had to do with uh, with coaching. Um, so uh, I don't know that they've actually fixed that, but that's a team I think that has talent and, and should do better in that, uh, in, that uh, in that in that in that division. So looking kind of looking forward to them. Um, other than that, I mean. I'd like to see Cincinnati kind of bounce back here a little bit. And I think once they get um, you know, uh, Joe Shiesty back, uh, then I think that they'll be a, a much improved team. But that's, that was the biggest issue with them was their quarterback play, uh, losing their quarterback uh, early in Austin. So I think uh, Cincinnati bounces back and is, is, is thick in the mix. Okay. Speed.
4: Yeah, um, you know the first team I wrote down was Jacksonville. I think they narrow in this to playoffs this year, right? Right. The Jack got the Jaguars and the Bears, who I think will, I think, have the potential. Just as was just said, be a really good football team. Just have to cash in on those draft picks. They're crucial, and it will define the team. For the next few years, but those teams and the Cowboys. (laughs) We're talking about we're talking about that's going
3: to make it okay, okay. All right, and they're going to (laughs) move (laughs) again. All right, man. I'm angry with Jerry Jones. Look, we turning the mic off, man.
0: All right, all right, Tim. I think. Jacksonville. Um they um they were off to a good start this year and when uh, Trevor Lawrence got hurt they never really uh, did very much after that. I think they lost the receiver in the process as well. But I think they'll be back next year and um could surprise some people. Okay. All right, no jets,
2: huh? All right, uh Francis. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the Jets aren't on my list either i'm looking i want to see the raiders and antonio pierce if they can solve um the issue at quarterback is it garoppolo um or you know um or is it someone else but i want to see antonio pierce and i think that they have enough to maybe um get a playoff spot and then i agree with everybody else um i keep hearing that harvard is is finalizing some stuff with the charges, but you're not really going to hear anything until you hear something. Um, but but I, I want to see them take the next step, too. They have a lot of talented players, as everyone else has said. So those two teams, I don't have anybody in the NFC that I'm looking at. Um, I, I love Justin Fields. I want him to succeed, but I have no faith in their their front office either or their coach. They should have been fired.
3: All right, Precious. Take us home. Take us out
2: of here. Oh, wow, that's it? Okay. All right. Um, yeah, we kind of ran out of time there. Um, to everybody, I, I, you know, I'm encouraging everybody to watch LSU in South Carolina on Thursday, women's basketball, number one and number nine. Um, uh, the Gamecocks beat them last year in the regular season, but, you know, the, the LSU Tigers win the national championship. I want to see what happens this year in the regular season and how that plays out. Have a great week, Steve Thornton, um, Coach Donald Jones, Will um, Lewis. Who else am I missing? Tim Moore. Tim Moore, get some rest, okay?
4: Yeah. Uh, you got to do not in spring so chicken that. anymore.
2: Yeah, you're right. I'm going
0: home. I'm going to be home for a while.
2: Oh, <laughs> that's right. You're still on the road, so you're not traveling until tomorrow?
0: That's right. I'm supposed to go to dinner with my daughter here in about an hour. Oh,
2: wow. Wow. Have fun. All right. And take care of yourself. A shout out to Tori Martin, Duck Riley. Thank you, sir. And um, we'll see everybody tomorrow with Sports Talk with K-Walk. Lord have mercy. Two and a half hours. All right. You guys have a great week.
1: Thank you. You too. (laughs)